Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. Yes, it is Little Miss Nobody, and you've tuned in to Little Miss Nobody Knows. Um, uh, welcome to a, an evening edition. Uh, this is a bonus one for me. Uh, it took me a little bit to gather some things together and to uh, get down what I wanted to uh relay um and prepare it for uh delivery and so here i am um a buzzing topic uh, has been brought up that struck me enough of course to cover it uh, on today this is this will be considered a bonus um since it's not necessarily um discussing men in general as our season um our main topic for the season one goes um Tonight we're going to talk about Auntie Monique. Yes, Monique, the Oscar-winning veteran comedian uh, who, you know, came under fire uh, for rallying or attempting to rally some time ago the uh, black community uh, because she was mistreated by those within the black community, um, asking to boycott Netflix, uh, you know, for unfair treatment. Um, for uh, inequitable pay and things like that. And so, you know, she kind of outlived that. And finally, those people who remained quiet uh, and, and were not openly in support of her, you know, who did whisper behind closed doors to her, probably, yes, you're right. We're, we're supporting you. You're exactly right. Some of them are finally coming out now. And, and that, to a great degree, has um, cleared her name. Uh, but now she is kind of back under fire a bit within the community, of course, uh, for releasing a video, a live video on the topic of uh, of women. Mainly, mainly she uh, she directed it towards uh, that younger population of African American women, discussing you know discussing the wearing of bonnets, uh, scarves, blankets. I think she said slippers, pajamas, or. Or like sleepwear, uh, you know, out in the public, in airports, you know, grocery stores, in the malls, places like that. And, you know, basically how it gives the image that, you know, somehow we've lost our pride in wearing those. They have or we have lost our pride and our worth. You know, it, it, it causes our worth to be diminished. Um, and that our images, you know, get devalued. And, you know, again, it just reflect, reflects on... You know our sense of pride, um, and misrepresents us. You know, uh, uh, either amongst and outside of our community. Well, uh, that didn't go over too well. <laughs> it didn't go over too well uh, because, again, social media had let her have it. Uh, those of us in the community, they've let her have it. Now, I am. I'm in the auntie. Uh, age group so I won't refer to her as auntie I just called her what she affectionately claimed uh, and received as the title which was given to her by you know some younger younger uh, those that are younger in the community uh, male and female Um, so and again this is not out of disrespect it's um, because again in the Nigerian community uh, auntie is an endearing term it's a term of respect but again, I'm in the age group, so 
um, I, uh, I won't refer to her that way. Uh, but again, since she posted this video, uh, man, people have been going in. Even threats have come, come against her to cancel her, you know. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's gotten pretty uh, vitriolic. It's gotten unnecessarily severe. Some people have come out quite lethally, uh, you know, via their thumbs, typing and whatnot. Um, and... This this topic includes me because I wear bonnets in public. I'm not sorry. I'm not ashamed. Um, I try to be uh, biased, but I, I when I cannot, I I must not be quiet. Uh, um, and I just I have to say, you know, some things um about it. And this is my take. You know, this is my take. Uh, I can't take away from the voices that have already spoken. Um, one of her peers, Ricky Smiley, has come out uh, in support of what she said. Uh, some comedians have too, and you know, again, the debate has gone on via social media even before she came out with this video. And so, you know, there's a consensus that believes, oh yeah, they look tacky, they look ratchet, blah 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 blah. But you know, I'm a proponent of don't misjudge a person's. Or mislabel a person's what until you understand why. Uh, because again, your eyes your eyes may become open and you may not feel the same once you at least come to understand why. Um, um, and this is a, a, a with all things imbalanced perspective on it. So, um, so uh, you know, my my take on it is you know it, with with no with no outright intention on looking less than respectable as I said I wear bonnets in public I'm not trying to look declasse I'm not trying to look unprofessional I wear them I wear them I have 4C four, I have a combination of 4B and C hair some spots have some 4A in it Those are, that's a curl pattern in my head and so I have to wear them during the styling and maintenance process I mean if I I've and I've worn my hair, I've worn them out aside, I've worn them in the house, I've worn my hair outside of it, but again, if I'm in the maintenance and styling process and I have to go somewhere, I just have to slap on the bonnet and go. Um, with my type of hair, you know, the natural hair movement has indeed become a movement, and so I like to think that by now it is very well known that with the type of coil curl pattern that I have is known for its characteristics that are that are uh, purely individually it, itself um, I have a coil not a curl per se I do have some silky strands of 4a in the back as I said but it requires it's mandatory that I wear a bonnet uh, it, it, it prevents breakage it protects the edges or the rims of my hair um, it helps keep the moisture in and allows my hair to soak up soak up the um the hair products so that it won't be dread, uh, brittle and dry so you know that it is so you know to prevent it from breaking off uh I, I wear also for comfortability you know i'm a woman of a particular age and i don't like wearing you know i don't like wearing and now this is not just the bonnet it is the bonnet sometimes the pjs or the pants that may look like pjs um, I don't like wearing, um, 
I don't like wearing active wear, like those workout pants, unless I'm actually working out. Um, to me, they're kind of constricting. And of course, you wear them for that purpose, but you wear them for that purpose while you're serving, while you're operating a purpose in which the, the apparel was created, in my opinion. I don't like wearing active wear. Am I, like I said, I'm a woman of a particular age. I like to be comfortable. And if I can put on some flannel, you know, pants and run to the grocery store in the morning early, early and get some milk or run to the grocery store early, early um, and grab this or that, run to the gas station if I have to go pay a bill really quick where I can go through the drive-through and no one really sees me outside of my mid top mid part of my chest up to my head where the bottom is concerned. Okay, so be it. I got to pay this bill. Um, you know, two cents of the others be darn. I got to do what I got to do. Um... The, the workout tights, the shorts, the running, walking pants. I, again, I just don't care for them. I just, I don't like things gathering around my waist. I really don't. Um, you know, my, my next reason, if you will, for wearing, you know, this type of gear is manageability. And let me pause right here. She said scarves too. I'm, I have a natural hair now. And when I was relaxed, it was just like many other women. It was quite common to see us in a scarf which was maintaining our wrap until we took it down. We may have just come from the beauty salon and you know, it was it was a styling tool, it was a maintenance tool, um, a maintenance apparel which was tooled for the purpose of, you know, keeping our hair flat. And then with the coil I have, you know, it has to be protected from moisture and there's so much moisture in the air, you know, how am I gonna keep my hair from becoming frizzy unless I wear it that way? Uh, or in some sort of updo, but while in between that, I'm going to be wearing my bonnet. I'm just not sorry about that. Um, again, again, with the type of curl or coil in my hair, uh, it's drier in some areas. Um, when I'm preparing uh, for a particular style or any style, I, I require a bonnet. Again, for soaking in the hair products, and it, it sometimes takes two to three days to get it to set in and dry all the products so that when I'm getting dressed I don't have oil or cream or you know some mixture of that those two and water you know dripping on my clothes um I have to have my twists my double strands undisturbed until I'm ready to take them down yeah you know I can't speak for younger women and why they do what they do but you know um but for for every for everyone who wants to wear them or feel like you know doing the hair several times, we we we, we, we don't feel like doing our hair more so every every day several times a week. You know, wearing my as I said, wearing my hair out, it'll create a necessity to manipulate or over manipulate the hair to have to comb through it, pull on it, tug on it, tear and or rip at my hair, which will affect my main goal, which is growth, strength, and length retention. Um, it's again a maintenance tool to keep the moisture in it, it's required our hair requires lots and lots and lots of moisture um, the traits of my particular hair include incredibly uh, unpredictable shrinkage uh, well the only predictability rather in the shrinkage is that it is go- is that it is going to happen uh, it dries really swiftly or it gives the appearance that it's bone dry um, and it has a propensity to not only get tangled in knots but it will get tangled then dry, then break off in the knot that it tangles up into, then it'll break off. Or worse, I'll have to cut the tangles 
out because getting all of them out may not be possible. You know, if you don't wear a bonnet and keep the tips and ends of your hair strands moisturized and at least tamed in a twist of sorts um, and moisturized so that the coils don't lock tight into a knot, you're going, you're, you're running the risk of losing length on your hair. You know, furthermore, keeping moisturized ends, again, will be messy. No one wants this stuff on their clothes, but if we're wearing something comfortable and lounge-esque, you know, as opposed to something nicer, more quote-unquote presentable, some business casual wear something, who wants their clothes stained than to be, you know, having to take it closer to the cleaners or having to replace our wardrobes? We, you know, people uh, like to flaunt what they have, but truth be further told, nobody really wants to buy clothes and just have to keep buying them and keep buying them and keep buying them because they're getting ruined by our hair products. And it's either maintain my hair or look super relaxed while I'm maintaining my hair. And, and or, or that and stay in my clothes what we know we have to weigh our options out here um so and, and, and wearing a bonnet tend to help soak up the hair products and at least it whatever doesn't soak into the bonnet it soaks through the bonnet and onto our satin pillowcases because again you know this is about maintenance uh and manageability here mostly uh, the bonnet and the scarf part um and you know <laughs> I thought about this because you know Monique, she's a she's a woman, she's a black woman, and it makes me you know look more. And I'm a critical thinker. Uh, it makes me think more into critically into why she would come online to address us this way. You know, um, she's just now getting you know back into the world, so to speak, of visibility. You know, right via talk space amongst the social media audience, her audience as a comedian, as a stand-up comedian, and. You know, from what I understand, she's all she's just beginning to get back on the road and back on the comedy scene and back on the comedy stages. So I, I, stra- I scratch my head why with why she would go um, in such a way. Now, it makes me think that she may have been trolling to get her name buzzing while she's back out. I don't know, maybe. But I, again, critically thinking, it makes me remember her being the poster child for having to be a voice for black women who have for decades you know we've been made to go the extra mile in order to not appear you know as if we are like they already think we are whomever they are you know we've had to settle for being reduced in treatment beneath our worth professionally we've We've had to code switch in corporate America, you know, um, we've, we've had to, you know, not use relaxed vernacular so that we will appear intelligent as opposed to ratchet because they turn. <laughs> uh, we are required to remain calm even when we are being accosted in order to not fit the profile and or the stereotype of the angry, aggressive black woman. We, we, uh, uh, countless things. We, we, yeah, we had we to prove to ignorant colorists and featurists, we had to prove them wrong, who swore that black women were ugly, that we, you know, would not look good, appealing and or attractive with quote-unquote natural and or nappy hair. We, we had to darn near bankrupt so-called black hair, co- hair care companies 
and had to collectively force them to provide an alternative to the corrosive products which subjugated us to the European image of the quote-unquote acceptable standards of beauty where our crown are concerned of course pun intended because Monique talked about either we're queens or queens um in training speaking to the younger ones who haven't reached that quote-unquote status yet uh but and we we made a mass exodus from the so-called creamy crack that we're all once addicted to uh uh in those chemical relaxers of the days of old which you know which is what the european standard of beauty required of us that and or the hot comb and we all remember those the hot comb from childhood lord jesus you know um i don't know y'all i mean black women we still have to deal with the double standards we still have to deal with the double standards um the rules of grooming and all the things societal that we don't hear men being held to right you know, we're, 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 while still being single parents, being made and raised responsible or to be responsible by our parents, while our brothers get petted up, overcoddled, spoiled, catered to, and never held accountable for their actions, then we have to survive those spoiled men, those spoiled, self-absorbed, insecure, narcissistic, over-demanding derriers because they throw temper tantrums that range from cheating on us because they can't seem to muster up enough patience and self-control to wait for sex until our vaginas heal from giving birth to their children to outright beating us because we don't give them what they want like their enabling mothers do. So now we can't travel in a relaxed way while we protect our curls, our coils, our twists, and etc. When men can do, when men can, they can wear do-rags, they can wear you know, um, those kind of, the kind of satin socks for their locks. Now, if we dress in a bonnet or flannel PJ pants, we don't respect ourselves and have no pride in our appearance. Ah, man. I, I just wish that black women were truly as free as the black girl magic that we tout about having said we were really, honestly. Um, I just really did. Um, in my opinion, man, uh, come on, we, we, we can't control, we can we cannot control, neither should we be held responsible for what others think about us. No one can control the thoughts of others. We can't even legislate against the wrongdoings against mankind equally and fairly. Why should black women be continuously held responsible for the everyday instances where people thinking ill of us when they are going to do it no matter what we do or what we don't do, what we wear, what we don't wear. To me, I, I, I reached out there and considered for the sake of maybe. Again, uh, Monique has to be trolling. She has to be because it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, why, like, why should we do this? Men not only, and, and you know what? Men not only wear do rags. Speaking of double standard, uh, just a few milliseconds ago, men not only wear do rags during traveling to set their waves and maintain their locks. You know, they wear basketball shorts. They wear slides with socks on them, looking again extremely, extremely, extremely relaxed. So why can't we do the same? And, and we're we're en route. Whether we're en route to the store, en route to the bank, en route to the uh, gas power company. We're in route, and we, we we're our hair is in that that maintained state 
because we have something to do. And more than likely, after we do that, we're in the middle of getting dressed, so we have something to do after that. So why can't we wear our hair the way we want, even if it's in a bonnet for however long it takes? If I'm on a flight for six hours, eight hours, ten hours, seven hours, two hours, if I'm on a red eye, I'm putting my bonnet on. Um, if I'm going to go to sleep, bonnet. Now, I, again, I think I shared with you guys that I've spent time in the military. And, of course, we weren't required to wear, we, we were not allowed to wear those things, scarves outside of our, um, outside of our sleeping area, which had a quote-unquote lounge. But um, it took, I can remember in the early 90s, when I was in uh, basic training, when I was in boot camp, we had to literally educate our uh, our training officers, our uh, company commanders, um, about black hair and how, although the white girls and the Hispanic girls and the girls who were other had uh, and, and had other grades of hair, they may not be allowed to put uh, a perm, quote unquote, a curly perm in their hair which is the equivalent chemically to having like an S-curl or a jerry-curl. We were, if we had a relaxed hair, we had to get a relaxer and get retouches because uh, not straightening out that new growth would have caused massive breakages in our hair. And that would reduce our grooming standards, which are really strict at the time. Uh, that would require more grooming, as a matter of fact, because we would all be half bald. Um... And so, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't acceptable to us. And we, they, we had to make them understand, listen, black women who have re- relaxed hair, we have to keep straightening our hair. Our hair cannot coexist with straight and curly or coily. It has to be one or the other. And so, you know, they slowly became, you know, aware and educated. And so even the military standards of grooming uh, where African Americans are concerned have changed to fit us, to fit the appropriateness of what we bring to the table as servicemen and women. We bring our uniqueness, and so our hair should be respected for its uniqueness. Therefore, I don't think that she should have done this, and I really didn't think that she's probably trolling. It just doesn't make any other sense. I don't see any good reason why she would do this except to be trolling to get attention behind her name so that we can go back to her at on those comedy stages and joke with her or maybe um uh, what do they call it heckle maybe a little bit and she can go off on one of us and become viral and voila she's back to being our famous quote-unquote auntie monique again i mean and no disrespect to her she's an oscar winner she's worked hard she's had a 20 plus year career she's earned every accolade that she's ever gotten but you know um now, but to say what she said, I, I don't get it. I, I, I just don't get it. Um, and by the way, she's mentioned something about blankets too. Uh, while I'm thinking about it. and blankets, okay, okay. Men wear blankets. I mean, people rather wear blankets because they're cold, right? Okay. If you ever been in the airport, ever been on a plane, ever been, you know, in an office building, it gets uncomfortable to say the least, and so. Hey, man, I I can't say that I have put on a blanket unless I was actually sick. And if I was sick, I was probably in an emergency room. And I've asked, I've I've requested from the emergency room staff, Hey, can I have a couple blankets? I'm I'm really not doing very well here. 
And so they, you know, gave me what I needed. Um, so, but again, if someone is wearing a blanket, I mean, they're just, they're probably cold. What's the hard, what's the hard part about this? You know, it, to me, hey, it's a less sophisticated shawl. <laughs> uh, and they're, again, they're, they're wearing it to break the wind. So who am I to think less of somebody who, who's obviously, you know, in a level of discomfort because they may not look like whatever standard of beauty. But again, if they're not breaking some outright dress code, again, who the heck am I, man? Go and do what you're going to do. You know, um, comedian, uh, as I mentioned earlier, comedian and morning show host Ricky Smiley uh, is one of the few men who I, who I've seen out here who hold black men and boys accountable and make them responsible uh, and put them in the the spotlight uh, for their actions and inactivity uh, and we honestly need it now this is this is to I say that to say this where's the balance in this I'll take I'll take a Ricky smiley all day because Ricky, he was raised by his grandfather. There's something about that old granddaddy, uh, that old granddaddy wisdom, that old granddaddy teaching, that granddaddy discipline that made men men. Um, And Ricky Smiley says he's doing the same thing for his sons and his grandsons. And, you know, he's not going to be interfered with by anyone who's trying to, you know, make him feel guilty and make him coddle his sons. But... And all the things that I've mentioned, you know, I think about all the things that black women have had to, that are being, that all we're being held responsible for in lieu of how our men are not held responsible for anything. And if, and me calling out Ricky Smiley, uh, naming him as one of the few, the few, 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 few who um, have made men call men to the carpet four standards that they should have as opposed to poking you know poking fun at us you know uh, making us seem less than our value oh man I just again where's the balance where is the balance I love it I love the fact that Ricky Smiley is balancing uh, uh, balancing things out but we, we tired we is tired boss <laughs> we sick of it <laughs> no no disrespect again to Monique again she earned has earned every ounce of respect and accolade she has ever worked hard to get uh but it kind of sounds like to me to me to me to me like her husband Sydney like his voice is speaking a little wee tiny bit through her mouth um and you know us mature women we get it. She's well-meaning, as she's as well-meaning as all get out. And I support her. I support. I, I supported her stance then. I still support her stance now for being paid equally for her worth and for her talent level. Um, but we already have characters like Kevin Samuels, who was overly harshly critiquing us about our weight, our hair, our skin, our self-worth, our standards uh, for dating and marriage. When the chatter is that he allegedly allegedly doesn't even mm, invest in the area of women in every area of his life, this alleged. So uh, my thing is again, if if you don't have a, if you don't have a solid investment, if you don't have a solid investment, why are you commenting on something? I don't get it. 
I don't think you should have the right to comment on something that you're not fairly, uh, you know, equally as invested in because it just sounds like you're complaining and downgrading and that's not fair. That's not fair. You know, um, so, you know, uh, uh, we's tired. <laughs> we's tired. We's tired, boss. Stop making us responsible for everything. We is tired. We bring home the bacon. Fry it up in a pan. <laughs> I'm showing my age for real now with that one. Um, but yeah, you know, short, short. To, in, in closing, to expose younger women to critique and advice where class, you know, and, and uh, self-esteem and things like that are concerned, it's fine, sure. But to critique... Outside of that of being constructive, uh, I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't like it. Me no like. I don't want to. Me, me don't want. <laughs> you have to. You cannot pinpoint a person's what and not pinpoint the why again to give it balance. Otherwise, the misinterpretations will fly, as they did. And the backlash will be great, like it is. You know, most of us can't get a stylist to help us with our hair on a weekly basis. So grooming is a lot. You know, it wasn't so long ago that many women were made, because of the natural hair movement, to put on these helmets for some and wigs and lace fronts for others. We have to educate the ignorant on and teach them that these are just protective styling tools for grooming. And it makes our daily movements easier. Um, and yes, Uncle Uncle Ricky or Ricky Smiley had a great point about um, being prepared to run into anyone because you never know who you'll meet as you go about your daily life, which was a lesson that was taught to him by our, our, our great Uncle Steve, Steve Harvey. But then again, Steve told us to act like a lady, but think like a man. So it's like, which is it? We're, I feel like we're dancing on strings here like puppets. People, supposed, they say we're supposed to do this. Then they say we're supposed to do that. Then they say we're supposed to do this. I mean, give us a break. All things in balance, I just want the two cents of everybody to cease and leave us alone to be great in our own peace and peace of mind. For real. Uh, so, you know, so many of us had to, and I know I personally worked really hard to get my individualism back from the ignorant, the selfish, the stepford wife wanting vain imaginations of an ex or my ex-spouse. Um, so rebellion or being called a hard-headed, stubborn, not being able to be told anything uh, by anybody, a person, type of person, stubborn, bullheaded, can't tell a black woman nothing type. Uh, that It's not fair. It's just not fair. With all things in balance, again, we black women... Um, and people in general do things for a reason. I think the message that many have tried to convey as a response, um, take away the vitriol and the maybe the vulgarities of some people and the threats to cancel. Take away that all that. I think that uh, collectively what we've all been trying to say in reply to them is that um, we're not willing to throw willing to throw this grooming tool away like the baby with the bathwater. We're just not willing to do it. And that's on Mary who had the little lamb and called his name Jesus. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I'm out. <sighs> okay, guys, that's it. Uh, 
we've reached the end of today's bonus episode. Uh, Auntie Monique uh, and her critique is going to be the name of this episode. Uh, thank you so much for joining uh, me on Little Miss Nobody Knows podcast. You've been listening to Little Miss Nobody and uh, we sure enjoy it when you uh, tune in to us, when you like, when you share, when you comment. Uh, look out for the YouTube uh, pages the, and the uh, Facebook page, which is coming soon. Uh, we'd love it if you um, subscribed, liked, and shared. Uh, we l- would love to see you next time. So, in the meantime, love God, love each other, and for God's sake, please love yourself. Okay? Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see you guys next time. God bless you, and goodbye.